So bad news for kids everywhere, uh, Santa Claus is dead. Just in time for Christmas, folks. I know, great timing. Archaeologists in Turkey uh, found a tomb, basically that they're saying is Santa Claus's tomb. It's right below St. Nicholas's church, right by the Mediterranean Sea, and it's untouched. Are you sick of people saying Merry Christmas? <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> that time of the year, you, isn't it? I'll let you in on a little secret. Tomorrow's my birthday. What? So yeah. your birthday is the 27th. 7th of December. December. Yeah. Mm. And the reason we're talking is because of all the, what I would call pressure that people mm. put on Christmas time. And you yeah. put up a Facebook post that said, here's what I'm going to be doing. It was a bit of a meme of someone under the doona watching Netflix, I assume. That was me. <laughs> yeah. Not everyone spends Christmas with a lot of people. No, that's a, I have a lot of um, friends and people that I know that, you know, don't have family or connections or, you know, there's a real big stigma about Christmas and going to, you know, mum and dad's or family and friends and all that stuff. And some people just don't have that, that connection. And, you know, the last christmas hurrah that i remember was like when i was 11 or 12 and then my family you know dissolved either from death or just you know parting ways because they didn't like each other or um all that kind of crap so you know you, you get to that day and you think well I, you know, I, I look up and down the street and I see, you know, people having people over and, you know, I can smell the barbecue and, you know, I think, yeah, you know, I might, you know, I'm, I might enjoy that, but I'm, I'm quite a solitude person. So you didn't see a single solitary person on Christmas Day? Nope. Um, just who was on TV and who I could see in the street. And that was yeah. it. How do you feel on Christmas Day, Toby? Um, I think, you know, the night before leading up to it, you know, there's a little part of me that thinks, you know, I'd love to wake up to a big Christmas tree and lots of presents and, you know, prawns and a ham and turkey and all that great stuff and, you know, lots of drinks and stuff, but I've known for a lot of years that, no, it'll it'll be you and you dictate the way that the day goes. So I kind of, I kind of want it, but then I, I haven't had it, so I don't really miss it, if that mm. makes sense. Like, it's hard to explain. Like, you know, I tell a lot of people, <laughs> and this is probably wrong, that I'm Jewish. And then they just shut up. They're like, oh, yeah, okay. You do Hanukkah, all that stuff. But it's easier um, to tell people that you're Jewish than to explain the whole I have no family. History. I have, mm. yeah, 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 I have no family. I don't, I don't have that bond. I don't have, I don't have what you have. Um, but I was getting my eyebrows waxed a few weeks ago and it's, kind of ironic, but the girl that does my eyebrows um, is Palestinian. So she is Muslim and she doesn't celebrate Christmas either. And um, I have a few piercings in my ear, which are Star of David, and she kind of thought that I was Jewish. And I was like, oh, back, 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 
back in the family we are we are but I'm not like a practicing Jew or anything but I said you know I don't celebrate Christmas and she kind of said yeah me either you know we just do our own thing and it's just another day so it, it it doesn't transcend, you know, your upbringing, but, you know, there's religion, there's other people who, you know, don't celebrate Christmas. So. But that's entirely different though, isn't it? The, the people that don't celebrate Christmas because they don't honour that as a, uh, a – in the Christian calendar, that's different from, I suppose, you and what I'm so surprised is so many others on Christmas Day who – it's it's because of life circumstance that led to that. Mm. I I sleep in. I lay in bed all day. Um, that's a treat to me. Um, I guess I kind of try to distract myself. Maybe that's a way of you know you know being asleep or watching something. And how how did it come to be? You talked about. When you were 11, that's the last fully blown mm. Christmas that you can remember. How did it come to be that you spend Christmas on your own? And how long have you been doing that for? So the last the last Christmas, it sounds like the last supper <laughs> in my head. <laughs> At least it's religious, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I uh, went to Obriwodonga um, and my grandpa lived down there and um, he had his sister. Um, there was my mom, my mom's auntie, um, some cousins, and we had Christmas down there. And then people died. Um, like the next year, I was twelve. My mom didn't want to go down. Um, my auntie got diagnosed with um, diabetes. My grandpa got diagnosed with Parkinson's. Um, and just people got sick and they died really quickly. And, um, I think my mum kind of put this shade over like nothing's happening, nothing's going on. But if you want to go, if you want to go spend time with the family, sorry, my dog's barking in the background. Um, if you want to go down and spend time and I was like, well, no, because they're not, like I was so young, like they didn't feel like my family. Like I felt like my mum was the connection to the family. And then on the flip side, my dad um, was in jail. My dad's been in jail all of my life. Um, he, well, he managed to have me <laughs> um, when he was out. And then um, my dad's side of the family, um, I had my gran until you know, a few years ago, um, but she focused her energy on her other daughter and her daughter's kids, my cousins, um, and I was kind of always like an afterthought, um, you know, like she would always forget my birthday, Christmas, she was like, oh, I'm going to be here, I'm going to be there. It, it was just, there was no routine, there was no structure, it was just, you know, so it was just you and your mum at one stage, right? Mm, yeah. yeah. And then it sounds to me, and please correct me, that things became really tough for your mum, that she was struggling to cope around the age of 12. And that's where Christmas sort of ceased to be for you as a child. Is that fair? Yeah. She, um, 
she is the black sheep of the family, <laughs> um, of what's left of the family. Um, she was, she will, she still is a drug user. Um, so living with someone who takes drugs, you know, the whole family kind of shuns that person away. But family, in, in those circumstances, sometimes families swoop in for the child. No. That person who's the black sheep. Did that not happen? No. 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 I was just left to my own vice, devices. I was... Um, no brothers or sisters? Nope. Left on your own. And you grow up very quickly when you're in that environment. So... When it comes to Christmas, in the big scheme of things, you're kind of like, well, I know what, what's going to happen. I know it's around the corner. It, you know, it's not, um, let's put the tree up, let's do Christmas lights, let's do Christmas carols, let's do bakey cake. It just was never there. It was just, you know, it was either other family members or nothing at all. How um, old are you now, Toby? I'm th- well. <laughs> I'm 35, but tomorrow I'll be 36. <laughs> so we're I'm on the cusp. 35 and three quarters, or something yes. like that, right? <laughs> Can I be the first to say happy birthday for tomorrow? Uh, thank you, thanks, Tim. Really appreciate that. Not that it's going to be a happy day, but it's... Um, well, it's a very hard time of year, and when you start sharing some of what you've already shared, Toby, it starts to make sense. Because mm. for, I think there's a perception that people who spend Christmas on their own have made that choice. And sure, probably at the last tip, there is a choice to a degree in there. But what's missing to most people is that enormous sea of context behind why you spend Christmas on your own. And mm. even talking to you for five minutes, I'm starting to get it. I'm starting yeah. to get it. And it's hard when you go back to work as well and they're like, what did you do over Christmas? What happened? And, you know, people are sharing that, you know, photos on Facebook and talking in general and, you know, like I have a lot of gay friends, not a lot, not a lot but enough, and, you know, they always go, oh, I don't have family, but they have like a big support network of friends and boyfriends and you know, maybe their boyfriends, partners are, you know, okay with them and they come involved. And so people go, oh, it's because... Have you ever had that? No, but I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think some people look at me and they think that, like they think that, oh, he's just, he's gay, so he's done the gay thing or, you know, and it's it's not the case. Like it's 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 a different circumstance. Um, Can I take you back? You said 11 was that last big one that you remember. From mm. the age of 12 and under your mother's care, did you have any form of Christmas? Did you have the tree? Did you have a gift? Was it marked in any way? Um, oh gosh, I think, and I don't know, I would have been young because this will tell my age. The last big Christmas tree stocking presents um that i got <laughs> was when the nintendo 64 oh game, game, game how console. many of us received that one christmas <laughs> 
<laughs> how fun was it plugging it into the back of the television and getting someone to heave the television out so yeah. you could put the cords yeah. in? Yeah. Okay. So you remember receiving that? Yes. Right. Yeah. right. That was my last big happy, happy oh, I say happy birthday, happy Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, Who did you play that Nintendo 64 with? Oh, so um, my mum at the time had friends who would come over um, and we played the the duck, the shooting the duck. <laughs> I game. remember that. What was I, it yeah. called? Duck duck shoot or duck, shoot. Duck something? I don't duck, know. Duck it was just, shoot. Yeah, just yeah. kill the duck. <laughs> um, and they would come over. Um, but if you unplugged, I think if I remember correctly, if you unplugged the other plug, you could just shoot on your own. Because I remember just sitting there shooting on my – maybe I was delusional, but I, I remember sitting there shooting the ducks myself. I vaguely remember that. Yeah, but you didn't actually need the gun. You could just – No, you could just you could just press a button. I what think. a scam, right? It was what a scam. scam. <laughs> it was, yeah. Here's the gun, kids, but just hitting the button on the side. <laughs> oh, memories, right? So you remember, you know, people coming over on some Christmas days – and did people make a fuss of you? You were the only child in the house. Did you ever have other children visit on Christmas Day? Um, no. The only Christmas I remember where there were kids would have been back in the early 90s when I went to stay with my mum's sister, well, my cousins, well, co- cousin at the time, um and we she was very religious we didn't play games we ate we sat in the lounge room i think we played a board game i think we played um i can see myself sitting on the lounge what were we playing we were playing um um it would have been it probably was some bible game that she had um let's move the camel to go yeah, and um, let's <laughs> let's let's Moses part the sea, and we can move forth. <laughs> and, did you go to and, church? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, actually, we did. Um, mm, we yeah. went to church, and um, that Isn't was the church she... boring at Christmas when you're a kid. Isn't it the worst? I don't like churches. I feel very um, uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. why wouldn't you? Like, honestly, my recollections of church where I was at church practically every day at school because I went to a Catholic school and uh, lovely people. I really did. They were very lovely people in the church, but the iconography around the church and what mm. he's talking about, the boredom was my biggest offence, if I'm going to mm. be honest. I used to think, oh, my God, I remember being four and five and saying, oh, this is so boring, I'm going to kill myself. But then not to mention the fear factor, like all around mm, you, mm. you know, if, you, if you've if you done something wrong, because they knew they were talking to kids, school kids, so, yeah. you know, they, they'd say, if you've stolen something, you must repent. And I had a problem yeah. with religion right from the beginning, and I don't think I'm alone in that. Well, I think a lot of Aussie kids went to school even outside of religious schools and, you know, we had a school assembly and we all sat on the floor and we we did the school creed and we did the national anthem and we did the Lord's Prayer and we pumped out a few more prayers, like, yep. you know, and it didn't really matter. And uh, I think back to when I was at school, like, it was all, you know, not to be racist, but white kids, you know, you might have the one Asian, totally. the one... um 
Serbian kid, you know, now where I live. And then that mysterious boy from Turkey that nobody could understand. Yes. We all have one of those. Oh, no, we, we, had, a, we had a girl from Yugoslavia. <laughs> For our international <laughs> listeners, I've got to say that this is sounding really racist, but it's actually not. Toby's it's describing not. No, a very no. real picture of the yes. 1980s, 1990s playground yes. in Australia. Yes. Very white bread, and it was extremely rare to see someone from a different nation in your year, and they stood yeah. out like a sore thumb. They just did. But yeah. we're much more multicultural now. And I think back now and I go, you know what? They had the best lunches. <laughs> but, oh, my God, we hated them because we all wanted our mouldy ham sandwiches. But they had, like, full cup mental rice, meat, yes. all that stuff. In some towering silver sort of yes. thermos, right? <laughs> here's my rice. Here's my papa dum. Would you? <laughs> we all mocked them and now we're like, we oh, yum. <laughs> yeah, totally. They were mocked in any playground from, you know, Western Australia to the East Coast. If you were from another nationality and you brought something foreign to school, it was like, ooh, that stinks. That stinks. <laughs> We apologise retrospectively. Um, but I, I was never that kid. I um, I always hung out with the odd bunch. So we so had, you, a, girl, you we had a girl from Spain. Mm-hmm. She was she had good lunches. <laughs> <laughs> Did she ever share with you, Toby? Uh, no. She, well, yes. She would swap her lunches for our money and she would go to the canteen and get chicken nuggets. You could get a chicken nugget for 10 cents. Oh, I hear what's going on here. So it was that mutual envy. You envied what she had, but she was like, yes. can't I go to the canteen and just buy myself <laughs> a, a nugget? nugget? <laughs> so we would swap. So she would have like... um. Oh, fuck, I don't even know. What do you have in empanadas, tap? She, yeah, she had it all. And we would mm. eat her lunch and she would just go and buy chicken. <laughs> she was happy. We were happy. So it was all good. Did you so. used to have to write on the brown paper bag, you know, one veg yes. sandwich, $1.20, lunch, one lunch. big M, yes. not $1. Lunch. Yes. Yes. Whatever happened to those meat pies that they used to serve that were like really hard on the top, really hard on the bottom. And sometimes you'd get this really suspicious chewy piece of meat. Yeah. What the hell is that? What is that? And it looked like a piece of rubber. But What else did they have at the canteens back then? Did you you um, have a bit of caramel bars? Caramel bars, little chocolate. um, Finger bars? No, chocolate, little chocolate um, freckles, but they weren't freckles. They were, like, dusted with coconut. And then we had, like, the apricot dusted with coconut. Oh, I love that. Um, (laughs) Maggi noodles. Oh, my God, if you had Maggi noodles. And what about those um, ice blocks that were, like, a big pyramid? I can't remember. Oh, with the the two spoons? Oh, no, wait, Uh, you're thinking of a um, – Oh, you had to sun, wait four hours sun, for it. Oh, yes. Fun Joy or Sun Joy or Sun something? Joy, yeah. Sunny Boy, Sunny Boy. Sunny Boy, that's it, yeah. We got there. We got <laughs> there. You stuck to the, the top of it like four <laughs> hours and you get some kind of flavor. I think I mentioned a thousand <laughs> other things that were around at the time. Fun Joys, I think, were a thing. I don't know what the Probably. hell they were. <laughs> wow. Oh, those were the days, weren't they? They were. were the they were good days. They were good days, yeah. What do you wish Christmas could be like if you could wave a magic wand for you? Oh, gosh. Um, 
look, to backtrack, I've had a horrible year um, and I'm going through a lot of shitty things at the moment. So my magical wand would be to fix those other things. But I think, you know, going forward, you know, as much as I like to think of myself as a single individual, you know, one day somewhere down the track I would like to to meet a partner and I would like to, you know, get invited to let's go to, you know, um, down by the wharf. We're going to have seafood. We're going to have this. We're going to have this. We're going to have drinks, you know, mm. get, a cab, get a cab, get an Uber, you know, come stay over if you want. Um, it's not about presence for me. Um, presence things don't mean anything. It's just the, you know, coming together and having that connection and feeling a part of something, yeah. um, I think, that I miss. Um, and it's not just Christmas. You know, there are certain times where I think, oh, you know, I'd, I'd love to have, you know, this or that or Human connection, it's a funny thing and it's hard to to get, um, especially when you're gay. <laughs> a recent survey by the Red Cross found 31% of Australians often feel lonely around Christmas. For young men, nearly half reported frequently feeling lonely. The interesting thing about loneliness is that people often consider it to be something that's more of a problem for older people. But what the research is telling us is there's actually significant increases in younger people who are feeling lonely. Young people go through many social challenges, especially going from high school to university or further training. Um, and that social challenge actually predisposes them to feeling more lonely, where they actually have to make new friends in different sorts of um, social networks. Experts say increased loneliness around the festive season likely stems from a disconnect between messages about the importance of family and love during Christmas time and the real life experiences of people who feel socially isolated. What are you looking forward to in 2024? Gosh, what am I looking forward to? Um, pay rise with my job which yeah. is well overdue. I've been working my ass off, so that is more Can you share than... a little bit about what you do or not really? Yeah, so I work for an insurance company, um, quite a large insurance company, um, and I work in the operations division. So I have lots of different departments coming to me going, how can we do this? How can we fix this? How can we make this better? And my job is to make it better. <laughs> so lots of meetings, lots of diagrams, lots of PowerPoints, lots of conversations, lots of three-hour meetings that could have been an email. Um, <laughs> Are you good at your job though? I am. I've, I've been in this profession for whew, 14 plus years and I started at the bottom and I worked my way up. So I'm my my profession is my it's my being it's it's all I have like you know people go what's your thing and I go well my job I give everything to my job you know I work after hours I work before hours and I always think of where I started you know um, I started working at Target when I was 13 and nine months and I remember 
vividly having a junkie throw a five kilogram jar of gummy bears at my head because I asked his wife to show her bag and I ducked oh. and the gummy bears exploded everywhere. Oh, dear. <laughs> and my manager, who was in the returns department, um, who was watching it all happen, turned around and looked away. Of so I, I turned off the register and I walked away and I knocked on the door and I gave her the finger and um, she came out and she's like, what are you doing? And I go, fuck you. You always ask us to check bags and whenever we get abused, you always turn your nose. And she's like, no, no, no. I was calling the police to go, no, you weren't. You were scanning a garment. Yeah, and avoiding the conflict, right? Can yeah. I can I match you with a story? Because anyone who's worked in retail, please. I mean, first of all, let let me just say this: anyone who is in any is experiencing any success in life, if you didn't do retail, then you haven't earned your stripes, in my opinion. I worked in all kinds of retail when I was young, but my story that came to mind when you were telling yours was at McDonald's. And um, oh, Mackie D. <laughs> yeah, a man. Ca- yeah, I, I, instantly all the listeners are going. I have a McDonald's story. I have a McDonald's story because <laughs> we all have one. But this guy came in and he goes, um, "Yeah, I want a Dennis Lilly burger." I went, "Oh, sorry, what was that?" And he goes, uh, "Dennis Lilly burger, mate." And I went, "Oh, uh, sorry, I don't think I'm hearing you properly." Yes, and then he, I, he just looks so angry and he goes a fucking dennis lily burger i went i'm i'm really sorry we don't sell those he goes fine give me a fucking big mac you and then he called me mm. some slur mm. <sighs> and like you managers who are all only a couple of years older <laughs> let's face it all ducking for cover or certainly no one came to my assistance right. gave him gave him the um big mac I think it was in polystyrene back then, and he takes it out, and I could actually – I remember looking at the burger, so he took it out of the wrapping, and he goes, I'm going to make this a Dennis Lilly burger. And I went, okay, whatever. I'm thinking, God, go, please just leave. And he goes all the way up to the front doors, which were directly in front of the counter, and he takes a huge run, and he bowls it like a cricket ball. And by the way, half listenership. Dennis Lilly was a famous cricketer, and he bowls it at my head. <laughs> he goes, that's a fucking Dennis Lilly burger. Uh, oh, what a cunt. Oh, mm, sorry. No, no totally, right? <laughs> totally. You can call him what you want. Because what, what struck me, and even telling it there, is how much planning went into that offensive yeah. gesture, you know, mm. <laughs> and humiliating a little person on the t- – I mean, look, it's quite funny, actually. I, I quite admire it. But he didn't have to do it with such aggression and which, you know, all of that. So there you go, retail, Toby, retail. Yeah, look, I go into stores today and I get, you know, oh, I'm new, I'm sorry, I'm really sorry, and I'm like, hey, we all got to start somewhere. It's all good. What do you want people to know about Christmas? That's it. What's the message for everyone? Are we cancelling it, Toby? Are we no, we're not cancelling it. It's, um, you know, drink a lot and don't have any regrets. And if you are alone, you're not alone. You're one of millions of people who are sitting on the couch, watching a TV show, lying in bed, or just passed out because you got drunk the night before and you thought, fuck it. Um, <laughs> you're alone. Um, 
Do you ever get offers to go somewhere for Christmas? No, I um, not yet. No, I'm still waiting for that. <laughs> and would I go? Yeah, I would. Depends where it was. What about New Year's Eve? Is it the same thing for you on yes. New Year's Eve? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've gone to the city. I live in Sydney, for everyone listening, um, and I've gone to the foreshore and I've gone to the harbour and it's just oh, it's just people and fireworks and a shitty ride home and a shitty it's just unless you live in a really rich area or you have a ticket to a really rich party, it's no it's public transport and elbow it's public transport yeah. it's smelly it's hot it's annoyed people it's drunk people it's guys that want to start a fight it's it's not what i want okay so it's a quiet one on new year's eve for you as well what about uh, do you stay up to midnight do you see the, the new year in um sometimes i do and i i, I say a little prayer um Little little prayer, not not a, not a prayer prayer, but I, you know, ask for divine intervention and what I would like for the new year and peace and money. It's always peace and money. <laughs> they don't if go hand in hand, really. Peace, do they? peace and money, we will be good. <laughs> That's so cool. I love it. But you've got your dog too. What's your dog's name? I do. My dog is Lenny. Lenny, Lenny will be five next month on 30, 31st of January. Oh, do you really do have a cluster of sort of semi-celebrations December, January? I do, and I love him, and I buy him lots of toys. He has a, a toy box full of toys. Like, people go, your dog has more toys than my baby. I'm like, <laughs> but he likes to mix them around, and then like – your dog has more toys than my baby. And I'm like, Lenny has a good life. Lenny has a good life. He has porterhouse steak for dinner. He has chicken. Sorry? Yeah. Hang on, hang on. Mm. Slow mo that. He has porterhouse steak porterhouse dinner? Porterhouse steak. Yeah, Stop he won't it, eat. Toby. No wonder you need a pay rise. <laughs> he won't eat any other beef. And I'm like, well, if it's just pure beef, like it's good for him. Give him a tin of pow. No, mm, no, no, no. <laughs> okay, don't give him he the just, tin of pal. No, pal, tin, mm-mm, no. Although he does love a butter chicken. Oh, stop it. This is <laughs> going too far now. <laughs> he does stop love it. a butter chicken, yeah. From a particular he, restaurant, can he tell when it's from the cheap Indian around the corner? Do you know what? I bet he can. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell because yeah. you've done things to that poor Lenny. Yeah. Yeah, and do you know what his third favourite thing is? All right, let me guess. Um, so, so far we've got porterhouse steak <laughs> and butter chicken. <laughs> Jesus Christ. A caviar? No. Go on, what? Cup of tea. <laughs> oh, no. Loves cup of tea. <laughs> no. Loves cup of tea. I'm very tempted to hang up. <laughs> Lenny gets treated better than me. I know. I'm like sometimes I'm like you having more than I am. <laughs> when he was barking at the beginning of this, it's because you weren't paying attention to him. Yes, I know. Now he's asleep on my bed. <laughs> mm. 
My goodness, soothed by the you know the little promises of porterhouse steak and I know the chicken. <laughs> when I say when I when I say cup of tea, his ears kind of pop up. Stop it! So I, I have can't to. Believe I can't. You, please, oh, I don't want to ask this. Do you put it in a cup? No, I let him drink it out of my cup. <gasps> you don't. This is but getting much worse with every sentence. But I don't, but I don't drink the tea afterwards. Like it's his. Like I wash the cup. Like. Oh my Godfather! Is this like is this common? People listening? Do, do, do people do, do animals we treat our like animals this? like people? Oh, do you, what are you doing for your birthday tomorrow? I'm fuck. This is so embarrassing. No, it's not. Um, I'm getting my eyebrows waxed, and I'm going to go and get a manicure. Um, and then my mom is dropping off a card with something in it. So yeah. hopefully that will have some money. Oh. And then, and I always do this since I was a few years old. I always buy a bottle of Verve. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I have that and I, um, I just, that's it. And Does your then, mom stick around and, and share a glass? No. She doesn't drink. And um, does your mum get along well with Lenny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Does your mum get a porterhouse steak when she comes home? No. <laughs> no. She likes the tea bone and she likes it cooked black. Like I have to put it in the oven and cook it black for her to eat me. That's so uncouth, isn't it? I know, and I'm like, no. And she's like, why don't you? And I'm like, no. I like a, I like a juicy bread steak and she's like oh no 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 and how does lenny take it medium rare yeah. medium <laughs> rare juices juices on the board <laughs> can people find you toby if they want to reach out yeah um i am mcnugget87 on um instagram with a double g and a double t um, yeah. And we'll have it in the link if people want to find yeah. Um, yeah. Toby, they can uh, have a look in feel, the link. And feel free to reach out, happy to chat, happy to have a conversation. Um, and thank you, Tim. Um, your platform is, you know, we have some good times with Kylie. <laughs> we have some good times, you know, having conversation. And um, I think you really do a good um, service, for a better word, to you know, connect people. And um, It's all about the fortress of pop culture, my friends, and anyone in it. doesn't matter if it's about pop culture or not. You're in the fortress. You are protected. We're there. We're in. <laughs> Thanks, Toby. Thanks, Tim. Take care. Have a good Christmas and a Merry New Year if I don't talk to you.